I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. We're all you need. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 29. My name is Stephen Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And of course, with us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, straight freezing from Echo Base, it's Raimi Shanaday. How are you, buddy? I am good, and I hear that. It is cold here. Uh, it's been snowing all day, and... Uh, it's it's piling up my office being in the basement is not attached to the house which has heating and air conditioning and stuff it was it's fine in the summertime because it just stays nice and cool in here but then in the winter when it stays nice and cool in here it's that much worse compared to the outside (laughs) i uh i got to see you guys or a couple of you guys over the weekend which was cool yes a little bit of that over the on the workbench um yeah just kind of do right yeah it was it was good seeing you and the family um it's been a while uh since uh, i've seen everybody all together yeah well i mean you wouldn't have seen everyone since celebration everyone else that's right yeah so. it's amazing how how fast your kids grow in like six months <laughs> uh yeah tell me about it we facetime right briefly on, oh that's right brian was there too i saw that's I was true. there we facetimed brian brian sent us some sweet swag from work which was, was that awesome. sunday yeah, so that's uh, that all paid Sunday, for, yeah. of course. Of course. <laughs> wink, wink, and <laughs> hit. Um, right on, man. You good? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Always, always excited to be here. Wednesdays are the best. Cool, cool. Um, heads up, Lucasfilm. Don't look any further for your Keanu Reeves, Darth Revan stand-in. <laughs> it's John Rodriguez. What's up, Yo. Buddy? How are you, man? Good. It's a How are you? I'm doing well, dude. I'm great. Um, I, <laughs> I was thinking, like, once once your current job is over, and mm-hmm. you can let all the facial hair grow in the way you want it, and the haircut mm-hmm. grow the way you want it, mm-hmm. gotta go for the Keanu look again, dude. Like, yeah, I know uh, I, the I, hair's growing back, so you know it, it takes a little little bit of time, but it, it'll grow John back. Four is coming out, dude. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I got to prepare. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have a John year to four. <laughs> and then what? What about Hunter? Like, you got to get ready for for your Hunter look. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the hair's growing, so uh, you're gonna be I'll, able I'll to do that, the, right? By April for celebration. Well, I don't. I, it, won't, it won't be that long. You know, it'll be. It, oh. wait, it's a month away. Look how short my hair is. I mean. I wasn't planning on doing the yeah. I wasn't planning on doing the helmet off look. Ah, I was just gonna have the true. helmet on, you know. Um, if I'm gonna shave my beard for Echo, you gotta look, grow your hair out. I know, Hunter. bro. I'm <laughs> shaving well, I, my beard. It's for it's, it. gr- it's growing. It's just not very long right now. <laughs> It'll look like a fresh cut, Hunter. Um, 
But yeah, but we don't have a stencil for my face either, so we we, we have to either figure that out or just go. Who says we don't have a stencil? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I well, need to we're... figure out a way to get an airbrush out there, so we could talk about that. Well, we could probably ask someone. Yeah. But yeah, we'll Levi's probably ringing Ahsoka too, so she's got to be orange oh, one day. So we gotta we gotta paint. Them. Gotta borrow an airbrush yeah. or put out into the ether. Someone bring us. A we'll ask someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah dude, come on, we got homies in the UK. There's gotta yeah. There's gotta be someone who's got one. We'll figure it out. Um, but speaking yeah. of speaking of out in the ether, um, <laughs> make sure y'all keep a ten foot distance at all times. It's the Baron of Bondo himself, Brian Cook. How are you, man? I am well. As someone put on an Instagram story I put, or real, weekly workbench is going to be lit. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been um, doing. Um, yeah, man. But I'm good. How was your week? The week has been fine. Um, work, a little bit of play. Went to the mountains today. It was 65 degrees in the snow, so it was uh, super fun. I hate, I hate you. A I really fun you. day sliding around on the snow. So, um, and doing some work too. Uh, it was like a little bit of a twofold trip. So, nice, um, man. yeah, dude, good. What else am I doing? I mean, work, dude. Building. That's what I've been doing. So, went from zero, zero to a hundred super quick. So. We'll get to that. Well, I think we all have stuff to talk about in the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to support the show directly, make sure you buy one of our new shirt designs and some stickers at thedadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah. I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys. Who is working on what? Steven, what are you working on? <laughs> I wanted you to go first because oh, uh, I know you're so excited you with all to, the yeah. stuff you've been cutting up. You want me to eat up a bunch of time? Okay. Well, um, no. I want a detailed list of everything <laughs> that you've... <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> so that would be way too much just, just give us uh, the cliff notes bro yeah yeah my my crosshair kid came you did. from jameer kwai uh you did a lot on, fr- on friday and basically you know it was like a th- kind of a three-day weekend whatever so i just dedicated saturday and sunday just like going to town um got it all trimmed up started with the hardest pieces first uh until I got distracted enough to move on to the easier stuff. So, um, you know, I, I've been like kind of planning this for a while about what I was going to do to the kit. Just, I sat, I looked at a lot of pictures of my crosshair to the Imperial crosshair and what I was going to do to, to modify it, to make it look like the Imperial crosshair. So I had like, dude, you, I think that's an understatement in itself. Cause <laughs> you have talked about, the lines of the yeah. armor for like yeah. at least the past six months. Yeah. I mean, I had so much time to like stew on it that I had the concept of what I was going to do almost to my fault because then I get it and I'm just like, okay, I'm just start cutting everything up, like going crazy. And you know, 
what is it? Measure twice, cut once, you know, it's kind of like you're cutting. I mean, I'm pretty confident. It's a flexible fiberglass kit. I'm pretty confident. Like most stuff I can fix if I mess it up, I can refiber glass it on the inside and, and put it back together. But, um, I, I just been going to town. I, I have pieces all over the place because I've been doing things like the ab that I'm showing here for people that are watching 3d printing Ooh. the details to glue I was wondering on, what that was. Know. Yeah. Nice. So that's the ab and that's the piece that, um, Steven, thank you the for detail. all the help and cleaning all this stuff up. But um, printing this on here now, you know, now comes a fun part of like, oh, I got to heat it up and make it fit on there. So, but I'm, you know, curve, whatever. It's what, uh, what glue, what kind of glue are you using to attach those pieces together? I'll, if I can get it to heat up uh, and bend to that, the point I wanted to, I'll probably use E6000. That way it has a little bit of flexibility to it. And yeah. if something's weird, I can like take it off kind of easy Pop it off. that's exactly what i was going to recommend because I, I when i was at Remy's place this weekend he ran into an issue with some glue and he was using um ca glue which is my go-to as well but i've been noticing lately just over the years especially during like lockdown when i had a bunch of costume parts that have just been sitting that the ca glue just it ends up getting brittle over time Mm-hmm. It so, does. I just like dump one, more in it, and, and yeah, <laughs> <it's all good. laughs> overload. Yeah, it. You can, I guess you could do that too. Yeah, it just depends on what the piece is, and I have so many different applications of things that I have to work 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 through. So, but I did the same type of stuff I did with uh, my other crosshair kit, which is like you know this shoulder bell. I cut not the shoulders like three inches from it and narrowed it you know, oh. and refiberglass it together. Um, and you already knew you had to do that. Yeah. So I literally yeah, did just laid out. Yep. I, I literally just laid out the, the, the pieces of the crosshair kit from the one I have now, the, the season one and just said, okay, I put this out and I go, okay, I got to copy that. And so I literally just like copied and just redid it. Um, which this is cool. Cause you know, again, there's a trim detail that goes over it. We cut those off the 3d files mm. I have. I'm going to glue that on there. But the biggest thing I mean, I have pieces, every piece. I could talk through every single piece and that would be useless. But the biggest thing was the was the chest, <laughs> um, which I started doing it and I was like, oh yeah, I got this plan. Yeah, and I, I started uh, uh, supporting the inside with some um, fiberglass and, and just get building up a little bit of support because I knew I needed to like sand material down off the front. Uh, and I started doing so good. this and I I started, thanks. I started doing it and I was like, oh man, maybe I should have just like printed the chest. But then I knew that dude, it would be so uncomfortable. Like I already been down that path and then I'd have this chest that looks machine made and the rest of it is very animated. So anyone that's seen my season one crosshair, like it's animated, it looks animated. So if I did that with this chest piece, I'm going to have this like, crisp line very machined look chess piece and it's not going to match the rest of the kit so that kind of got me out of the funk after day two of working on <laughs> mostly the ch- sunday sunday i pretty much all i did was the chess piece and it was layers of bondo and fiberglass uh sanding it down looking at it 
ah, oh, this isn't right. More Bondo, sanding it down, looking at it, repeat, 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 repeat. Like that Dude, was all of like, Sunday. That's like old school armor. That's like how we. That's like how it was done before three D printing, man. Yeah, and, I mean a, tu- a tub of Bondo it. and sculpting. Yeah, yeah, and and an example would be um, my wife Tori, her seventh sister. Uh, her chest armor was that the guy that made it, Gabe, he hand sculpted. This was because it's like 3D printing was just kind of starting then, and it wasn't anywhere near where it is now. He had one; it was like this little tiny thing. Um, but yeah, he hand sculpted it and bondoed it and and created it what it is. So I got it to a point on Sunday. I was like, I was really starting to get over it in the middle of the afternoon. I mean, I, I literally, I worked all day Saturday and Sunday on the whole thing in the middle of the afternoon. And I was like, I kind of got inspired and it started to take shape and I'm in a super good spot now. It's not too heavy. It is heavy. I can sand down some of the resin that I put on the inside. Cause I really built up the inside cause I sanded so much down, but I'm in a really nice spot. In fact, I just touched up some of the Bondo before I came in here, uh, where I had a couple low spots where I got to sand it down. But, I think I'm good. Um, I'm just printing. I'm printing all these little details. Like I sent, um, I got to print, you know, new knees. I'm, I'm printing like the knees uh, so, and then just all the trim parts. So uh, it's good. I'm going to make it for London. That's for sure. So um, uh, the, the, the shins outside of the chest are going to be the next biggest problem, but um, I have, I think I said before, I have plan A, plan B, plan C of how to address things. So um, right now I'm currently still on plan A. So, but, so it's yeah, going it was, well. It's going well, yes. It was a heavy weekend. And I've just, well, there's always plan 99. Like then there's Oof. always plan 99. Then there's always, <laughs> hey, who's crosshair? So, <laughs> yeah. He did. I should be building a Captain Rex at this point. <laughs> Well, but, you yeah, wouldn't need I knew any I'd armor. I'd take for up that. a lot of this. So, yeah, exactly. Right on. Man. I knew I'd take up a lot of this, but it was That's fun. good. Yeah. Well, I uh, guess I'll go next. Um, Saturday, went to Ramey's with Stephen. Stephen, well, not together, but yeah, we we crash landed at Echo Base. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Ramey helped me out with like a couple, like a leather piece, uh, two leather pieces actually. The the right shin for Hunter and the left um, forearm for wrap thing that he has. Uh, Ramey helped me out with that. He, he crushed it. Uh, I still have to like sort of paint it and weather it and stuff. But those two pieces are I can like check off now for the most part because we still have to figure out the knee uh, that attaches to that leather piece a little bit. Um, but otherwise, uh, I also painted a little bit of the chest and the helmet. I added that teal like you know brush uh, strokes yeah. yeah the the brush texture sort of strokes and uh i think it came out pretty cool i was really happy with the results um yeah i, I, like I saw i saw the the little um video that you posted on instagram of um, how to that, do that yeah same thing yeah it it's very very crude but it's it's basically that's the idea you know but it works yeah it works it works yeah and that that little thing i did in two seconds looked pretty good just for being you know an, an example um 
and yeah, you can get a lot out of a, a, a can of spray paint and a paper towel. It's insane. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise, um, I also spoke to uh, Corolian, the guy doing my belt, Corolian Dry Goods. Um, and he's like almost done, essentially. He had to like order a couple more things and he, sh- he sent me pictures and it looks insane. Uh, it looks like it's ripped out of the TV. So I think once I get that, I can actually try everything on in one piece, like or whatever, all together and um, have a really good judgment of what I have to finish because I still haven't even touched the backpack. Um, but other than that, I think I have everything else. Uh, and the hand plates. I know I haven't done the hand plates Back, yet. Backpack's I mean, easy, though. You just got to paint it. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Same with the hand plates. Nope, nope. Same backpack. It just has like, it's the same paint job with like orange random things yeah. on it. Um, easy breezy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all I've done uh, workshop-wise because I haven't even been home. I've just been busy. I've been busy painting these heavies at night during the day or at night. And then during the day, I've been out. So it's been tough. But Rami helped me a lot. And it was great to see Steven there as well. I I know once I left, you guys got a lot more done. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was good seeing you too. On Saturday, I don't think we got much done. Uh, not we of your stuff on, yeah we were just more focused on keeping warm oh, <laughs> yeah yeah so we're on, like we're a, on yeah. yeah we're on propane here and for, and they're supposed to come and just top it off and so we've gotten very accustomed to not having to keep track of where we're at because it just always works yeah so we woke up saturday morning and it was cold and there was no hot water and it was yeah so our, we had run out of propane they came first thing monday and took care of it but we were cold over the weekend <laughs> it was fun it was like camping <laughs> camping indoors <laughs> inside my house fire in the living room yeah <laughs> but yeah um that's all i did work-wise workbench Rainy. anyone else maybe <laughs> we uh well we worked on Worked on John's stuff on Saturday. We we worked on on Stephen's stuff on Saturday and Sunday. Didn't get as well. We did a lot, and then we ended up like not like the the vest version one of the vest didn't work out the way that we had intended. So um, hmm. we punted on that a little bit. So we're it's fine. We, we learned. We and we've got a battle plan for the things that didn't get done. We've got a battle plan now. So um, and I, I mean I'll let Stephen talk through kind of the, the different pieces that we that we worked on and. And stuff but uh i got my steven was talking about the the glue fiasco that i had so i <laughs> finished i finished a uh a din jarin jet pack and i put magnets in it so it would magnet to the back plate and so the glue like i was sitting there and like i had put the magnets in the day before and i was sitting there and i, I wasn't even paying attention in it and out of the corner of my eye i literally saw the backpack jump with this loud clack like three times. So what had happened is one of the magnets came loose, got pulled over to the other magnet. When it hit that magnet, the backpack like shifted and it dislodged the glue for that. And then those two magnets together shot for the next magnet and so on to the fourth one. And so by the time it was all done and now mind you, I had the magnets were inside. I had sealed this thing up. Like it was all glued and like it was painted everything. I'm like, Oh God. So oh my ended God. up having to ended up having to eventually cut it open and, and get them separated and but but it's all but it's all done but it was funny because this thing this inanimate object just sat there and just jumped you know all by itself out of nowhere not being touched or anything so 
that hurt to watch you Dremel the because the because the 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 Dinjarin jetpack. It's, so, it's, so it's pretty. the first jetpack that I've seen that has like detail on the inside, unlike yeah. like a Boba or or a Django or something. Yeah. So when you cut that that detail off with the Dremel and just hacked into it, I was like, oh. Yeah, I wasn't that worried about that because I I had my plan was to always cover that side with foam, which mm-hmm. I. Which yeah. I did that way. That way, it wouldn't be like rubbing against the the back plate, um, and do any damage. So, um, it's all covered with EVA foam, and there was a nice little groove line around the edge, so that I was able to cut it clean. Yeah, um, it's all it's all done now. Um, uh, Steven, so you've got an audio clip I sent you. Do you have that queued up? Oh, yeah. so so I was I'm oh, minding my own business last week, and 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 Joe Tech, who's unfortunately not here today, but uh, but he's like. It's like Ramey, they're talking about you over on Thank the Maker podcast. So, Stephen, if you want to roll the clip. Oh. So Omega goes in there. She extracts some of the stuff with this great prop that looks like a blaster, but it's it's like one of those. It's like a dual drill thing, like the one you see the infomercial fun yeah. for that you can flip. But one extracts and one's a drill. Mike, who do you have your money on in the uh, Star Wars builder community? That's going to be the first one to build that prop. Uh, I'm like, I'm thinking, oh man, I'm trying to think if Marco might model it pretty quick, but I could totally see my buddy Colin odd Viking just crushing that. That was my first guess. Yeah. Yeah. But then at the same time, also shout out to our friends in the dad batch. Ramey probably made it last night at 3am and (laughs) Joe Laura is probably going to have it at, I mean, they're all like, they're super heavy on season two already. Like Joe Laura, it's already got his tech almost ready. And Ramey's, you know, Ramey is echo of that group. Uh, so they'll, they'll probably have it by celebration. I don't even know why I'm considering them not, but there you go. That's so, awesome. so now at this point, like at this point, like I'm called out <laughs> as this odd Viking Colin. Um, so, uh, so I, I start taking sc- I go and I get a bunch of screenshots of this thing and I started 3d modeling it. So, um, <laughs> as of, as of today, I released the files. Um, so if you go on Instagram and oh. find me and, and, uh, you can, you can go and follow the link in my bio and get those files to do a static build of that. So you can print up, print the parts out as is they're all ready to go. Um, and, and get it painted up and you'll have a, a static replica of that prop. But since uh, both Colin and I got called out, so we're working together, I'm going to finish modeling this out so that it's got some mechanics inside and Colin will do the, the finish work on it and everything. And we're going to make a fully uh, like fu- air quotes, functional version of this thing. So um, I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to make everybody wait for that uh, because if people want to have this prop for celebration or something, they're going to want to print it now. So right away ready. Right. and it's and it's we probably won't have the functional one done by then with everything else going on but but we will continue that project and get that going so, so bad. bad i need to listen to that uh i have good a, for yeah, extracting same. ipsium and bone marrow mm. <laughs> yeah yeah but he and i've already talked about some of the logistics and like there are a couple of real world parts that will replace the 3d pieces with to kind of add some structure and, and stuff so it'll be good um, and then Brian, I think, I think you and I both got something in the mail today. We did. Oh, wait, Should we do that now? No, no, Steven needs to go. We'll do that after. We're going to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Steven, you're up. So dude, I thank you so much, Ramey, for, uh, inviting me to spend the weekend at the echo base. And I'm so glad <laughs> that it coincided with, with, uh, Brian getting his kit at the same time. Cause like my, 
I, I talked about it last week that I was just kind of so down from not being able to work on my kit and anything or anything like that. But my creative costuming juices are flowing again and I'm totally feeling it. And I'm just, yes. when, when everyone's building at the same time, I'm just yeah. like, Oh yeah, it's getting me hyped up. High. Yeah. Um, yes. So I've got, you know, every piece of Wrecker is cut up and trimmed up, ready for paint. Um, all the pieces are plasti dipped on the interiors. Um, oh. John actually uh, gave me, we swapped Wrecker helmets. So yep. you gave me one that was already primed black, which is perfect. I gave you the master. I gave you the yeah. master to my uh, old mold. Yeah. Master. Um, so that one, I'm just like ready to paint that too. And it's yeah. going to be raining here at, at my place. It's going to be raining and snow oh. and icing, hailing or whatever for the next 10 days. So I'm just going <laughs> to be indoors, uh, you know, playing around with it. Um, so the armor is good. Shoes. Uh, I took my season one boots and I used Raimi's leather paint. And um, I painted the the spots that should be brown are now brown. Um, mm. So those look perfect. And I love that because they're my season one boots that I've worn. They've, they're already got this like weathered look to it. Perfect. So it's like perfect for season two. Um, let's see. So it's boots, armor. Um, I'm still debating whether or not to take the jetpack to London or the, the jetpack, the backpack to London. Um, I didn't wear take it for celebration. Pack. I didn't wear it to celebration Anaheim. It was fine. Oh, then you definitely have to. Why? Because you gotta wear it. Uh, we're, we're all, we all gotta wear it. We're doing backpacks. Yeah. Oh, that's I put, TBD. I put too much into mine to not bring it. Come this on, point. boys. Yeah. It depends on, on the. I, it depends on the space. Like for me, if I can fit it in, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring it. Yeah. So because I have the plan, four my plans to, to pack bring for. It. <laughs> Yeah, my plan is to bring it. I have a bin, a giant bin that I think everything but the helmet will fit in. So, and that's my plan. So, right. can you ship but a I bin? I also have, I do have Levi yeah. to bring too. Yeah. Can you what? Can you ship a bin like one of our costume bins? Why not? Um, Would it have to be I in mean, a box or can it be shipped just as is? I think I would put the bin on a pallet. But I would, yeah, we, we need to, we need to, we need to figure that out. That's a good idea. We got to lock in that plan here, guys. Yep. <laughs> although, hmm. although after cutting up my entire kit, um, it's I was pretty able small. to fit. I was able to fit all the pieces in like yeah. a small box because they all scallop into each other now. You can practically think, pack yours in a suitcase, dude. Yeah, I think I might just be able to get away with that. I think I can get mine in a bin and check it and carry the helmet and yeah. Levi's stuff fit in there too. That's the other thing. You know those big fifty-gallon bins? That's yeah. what I have. have. Yeah, I've yeah. I've checked one of those in on the plane. Yeah. it's only like hundred bucks. Yeah, I checked. Yeah, I about... checked uh, my my husky one with Vader when I went to yeah. Orlando. But I, the, there's the, I have a different bin. It's not like a husky bin, so it's it's similar, but it's more like a like a plastic bin, right? With wheels. With the wheels, right? Um, okay. So anyway, um, getting back to Wrecker. Uh, so the armor is ready for paint. Shoes are painted. Um, now the undersuit. So huh. Ramey mentioned that uh, you know we we went through some trial and error. It was funny because as as Ramey was 
looking at everything during his frustration, he just, I don't know if he complimented or insulted Wrecker season two, but he said, I'm the Sabine of the Bad Batch now. <laughs> you are because they're just like so doggone much detail and just crazy little things. Like, for no reason. And, for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Dave yeah, is just so. picking on us. Huh? Oh, Dave. Yeah, he's just picking on us. So, yeah, I I have in my possession now, I have version two of the pants and the vest, which I think are going to work very well in conjunction with the sleeves and the knees that Raimi made. It's it's there's so many layers on Wrecker and that's just the first layer. Because yeah. we were also able, oh, we we were able to get the um the yellow padding that goes underneath all the armor. It's like the most recognizable thing. So is that what we decided? That is, it's padding like underneath. Is that what you? It's leather. It's like a leather yeah. armor. Well, I'll put it to you this way: the rest of the batch, when they dress down and they're in relax mode, they have vest. like slacks and a vest. Yeah. When Wrecker's dressed down, he still has armor. <laughs> yeah, he has that like yeah. he has the under armor, right? He has, like, like the it's, football it's armor. Under armor. But, but he has yeah. like a, he has like an under armor that looks like his armor, but smaller. Yeah. But then there's that yellow, like that's it's another a, layer. That's it's another, another layer, layer of armor. Yeah. That we You're got like done. That piece, that piece we did get done. So, yeah, yeah, I saw that picture. It looked good. So, so because you sent a picture mm. of that yellow with your uh-huh. like under armor on. Yeah. And then you have armor <laughs> that goes on over that, or are yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> and you have literally. This? Yes. The plan. The plan for London is to at least one day we the all full go layers? full season two armor. Yeah. All yeah layers. Switch it up. Yeah. And then and then for the rest of the con we can casual. just dress down yeah. into Kaz casual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he, yeah, he's, so. in most of the scenes. Yeah. Today he was half. Yeah. Um, so there's all that uh, done, and I've got plans on continuing to finish that. So hopefully it's not good. And yesterday, um, I had no idea what this was that came in the mail. I didn't order anything. Oh, <laughs> but it's oh, it's from my. It's from you got a buddy. box. You got a Look box at too. This. Yeah, it's from our buddy David Nath. I haven't opened it. Oprah I was Winfrey. planning to open it on the show. Um, but it looks like you guys, it it sounds like you guys, it looks an awful lot like this. Yeah. Okay. looks an awful lot like this. Now I'm going to have to blur out your addresses. Thanks a lot, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. David Neth, uh, hit me and Joe up. They're like, Hey, I need their addresses. And I was like, okay, I think I gave them. No. Yeah. I gave them Raimi's. I gave him Raimi's and then Joe gave him, uh, Brian and Stevens. Okay. So (laughs) if you guys don't know, David Neth. He goes by Meganeth66 on Instagram. Um, he is a maker from Southern mm-hmm. California, and he specializes in making. Oh, this is so cool! <laughs> oh my goodness! I've I would like to comment on how nice his handwriting is on this box too. I know, right? So. It's like <laughs> it's I'm, gonna, like, I'm uh, gonna give you guys a little calligraphy. Oh a soft boy, touch. that was really noisy. Sorry. This thing weighs like what? It's heavy duty. Pounds? Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna do. Hold on. Look at that. I'm gonna do some. 
um, unboxing ASMAR or A- what, how's it go? Here, guys, did you guys did you guys look at the bottom? Yeah, yeah. It's the bottom the is skull. embossed leather. Okay, so let me let me uh, for our listeners out there. So David makes um, <laughs> what would you call this? Aluminum or steel? They're, They're stainless steel. steel. They're stainless, stainless steel, steel helmet stands uh, with custom logo plates. Um, you know, for the batch, he put the 99 skull on there. Um, and it is so high quality. Looks like he uses, it smells like leather. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> uh, it looks like he uses leather for the top that, it, that touches the helmet. And then he uses leather on the bottom for the base. And it's even got our 99 skull embossed into the, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's oh. so good. So definitely recommend too. This is amazing. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, these are cool. Holy schmoly. Yep. These are dad any- batch approved. Oh, dad, dad batch, batch approved. approved. If anybody's watching the, the YouTube, <gasps> I'll hold ours up. We got mine, our helmets on. Them. Mine, mine has something special. No. Oh, let's see it. Let's what, see is, it. Is Crosshair actually in this episode? Or wait, what are you? Oh, look oh, at yeah. that. Oh, uh, did he burn a he, crosshair into it? He no, it's engraved into it. There's a crosshair tattoo on the skull. He cut the cross no way. on the eye. Yeah. Nice. Dude. Rad. Oh, oh are they all custom? God, no. Dude. Well, now I want to take a Dremel and no do my scar. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. This is so cool. Thank you, yeah. David, for these. This is amazing. Oh, um and I mean, I guess we should say if if you want to get one of your own helmet stands with a custom logo on the front, hit them up. Uh, Mega Neth uh, sixty six on Instagram. Uh, he has an Etsy store too, I believe. Dude, um, but man, this is this is amazing. This is Thank insane. You so much. I gotta we gotta send them some stuff. I don't know what to send them, but I'm gonna send them something. This is really <laughs> too. We'll this is too nice. Oh my gosh. They are beautiful, aren't they? Oh, I've got three gosh. stands from him. I have three. I have the Bad Batch one. I have the uh, Republic Cog, and I have the uh, my custom Mando sigil as well. So he does do. You custom have your sigil stuff. on there. Look, it's right behind me, right there. Dude, the Alpha yeah, Ignition look. sigil. It's the the snake. The, the Copperhead from Clone Wars. The the, yeah, the, the, the one you the one you stole from Clone Wars. Nice. I guess look so. At that. Yeah, you say so. (laughs) That's sick, Uh, dude. He 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 just posted too, and someone should order one of these because you can get like yeah, they're motorcycle helmet fans where they go on your wall, and it's like the same thing, but like elbows up, and you you know you put your helmet on, it still has a logo. And he was like, dude, no one ever orders these, like people. The wall ones, right? It's art. You you spend how much on a helmet? Um, you know. And it's heavy. Properly. Like I'm yeah. not like when I put it's my helmet on this, I wouldn't be worried that it would nope. tip over. It won't fall over. I want a clear space on my desk now and have my helmet on here because that is. Steven you know what? I was about? just going to say that. Dude. I was just going to mention that, Brian. This is not a helmet stand that goes no. on a shelf with other helmets. This is like one that goes on your desk. Yeah, this, this is, is the same. This is the feature piece right here. That's yeah, why all special. three are together on mine. I only have those yeah. three helmets there, and that's it. It's all same stands. Yeah, wow! And I love it. I don't Thank know. You, David. Uh, yeah, David's a G. 
Um, and since we're reviewing uh, items, I just wanted to show you guys real quick. Um, I think yes, yesterday I got oh, yeah, a couple. You got something. Yeah, I got I got something neat in the mail. Well, one of them is yours. So, um, yeah, but we got we got our Gunji sabers in. And it is crazy. Beautiful. Hold they are insane. Yeah. I gave you the prettier pattern. This one's kind of off center and and a little wonky. Oh, Not right. wonky, but but see it's yeah, yours is like more centered. Beauty but this is thing is so beholder. Yeah, I, I plan on staining the wood, you know, and giving it some uh Clone Wars character. Because it's well, very you're light. Gonna have but... to make, you're gonna have to make yours look show accurate, right? Yeah, probably. I don't think we're we haven't yeah we're not there yet for okay. for what you're but yeah I mean yeah yeah I mean there's yeah it, it's it's gonna be a while I'll, I'll say it fine uh, I I got I got the saber personally because I I want to eventually down the road <laughs> in many many months uh, possibly more than likely build a Gunji costume or maybe not build it but at least commission it. Dude, um, the first time we've talked about this in the on on the show in the past, but the first time you and I met is when I picked up the Plo Koon saber off of you yes. in in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, nothing I mean, shady I had, about that at all. Yeah, I had scoochy. never I had never met you prior or talked to you prior, but when we <laughs> really? kind of connected over lightsabers in that moment, mm-hmm. we both kind of said, "Oh yeah, this is a really cool lightsaber, Plo Koon, blah blah blah," but we both like mentioned that our favorite hilt was Gunji. Yeah, well, it's oh sorry, sorry about that, boys. Um, it's one of my favorite. I I have a couple that I'm like married to, hardcore. But this, I mean, the this wood one is so unique. It's there, there's no saber like this out there. I mean. It's really, really cool. That wood grip is insane. Yeah. And it's really smooth and the brass is really neat too. It's all, it's Adam Sabres. Yeah. If you guys want to get a Gunji, he also makes other, uh, uh, the Youngling Sabres from the Clone Wars, you know? Oh, nice. Like, like Pietro and, uh, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. at Atom, like Adam, like Adam Bomb, Adam, split the Adam, Adam Sabres. Yes. Yeah, I have another saber from him right here, the 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 temple guard hilt that looks quite you know. Yeah. It's the the one uh Kanan uses when he fights uh the inquisitor in his uh Oh, interesting. dream thing. Yeah. It's that it's that hilt. Pretty neat. This is also from Adam Sabers. Um but yeah, they're based out of Spain and the guy who runs it Mark is really cool. So if you're into lightsabers, uh, check them out. They they got some cool stuff. Shipping was quick on that too. If it came from Spain, yeah, he said two weeks, and it was here in in a few days less than that. It wasn't and like as soon as I got home, like I, I just forgot about it and got home. I was like, oh, there's two little boxes taped up together, and there. It was. All right, Cal, if you're listening over at KR Sabers, I'm gonna put my <laughs> order in for for some boards and some wires and stuff. Oh, dude, yeah, hit him up. <laughs> that that's who I would hit up for that stuff too. Hey, hey, Ramy. Yo, oh. we're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. 
All right, we'll start with some celebration news. Uh, celebration, we've got an, in an article on StarWars.com about why you want to go to celebration. Um, they mentioned, and I don't know that this was on purpose or, or what, but they mentioned that the next celebration after this one is going to be in 2025. So I shared that on Instagram and I got blasted with people saying no, because I think a lot of people that weren't able to go to this one were just assuming there'd be one next year that they could go to here stateside. So uh, no, not no no luck on that. It'll be in 2025. Um, no location yet. Hopefully we get that at, on the last day of the show. But uh, I, I have hmm. theories around why they would announce that the next one was two years away, just because I think that there's tickets still available for the one in London. And if people know that they don't have one next year that they can go to, it might be incentive to make an effort to make it it. to this one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we, even, we know some folks that that are actually doing just that. So kind of last minute deciding that they're going to try and go. I thought it sold out and then it it did. And then they opened up more tickets again, because what I think happened there is they, the capacity opened up because the world is continuing to, to recover and, and oh, yeah. so, so Got when they it. originally sold the tickets, they could only sell up to a certain number, but then things opened up more. So now they can sell a little right. bit more. So okay. again, that's, that's Ramey's educated guess, but probably not sure. So wrong. you're probably so right. Yeah. I, I know, I know you guys are not going to want to hear this, but I, I heard a very solid and interesting rumor today. And I know we don't like to perpetuate rumors on this show. We don't. But <laughs> but Pretty sure I heard we Crosshair is going to be in season three. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not. I'll take heard, an episode at this point, but go ahead. I, I like how we all laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, from, from a source that I can't name, but um, mm. Anaheim is the next celebration. No way. And that would that, be great. That I was at first I was like, no, 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 wrong. no. That's wrong that's, Orange County. That's wrong. But <laughs> once the uh once the I'll say that the the math was put in front of me, I it was kind of undeniable. So yeah. What's coming out in twenty twenty five? Okay, so the the <laughs> I think I think Back the thing news. is I think the thing is, is that, that there's really nothing coming out in 24 other than we know that there'll be another episode of the Mandalorian or another season rather of the Mandalorian. I probably know to, to no one's surprise. Um, we've got a little bit about that uh, coming up, but um, I, I had heard that we would be getting some film announcements this year at celebration with a potential holiday season of 25 as the first release. So, um, hear that Brian, a movie. Yeah, it would be a film. Um, the first, the first of the first of three, actually, and there would be they'd be one a year in three sequential years, is, is what I'd heard. Now, if if that pans out to be true, that would make sense because they'll announce it now. It'll be impossible to keep it entirely under wraps in the meantime, and so so word would have gotten out anyways. And then by the time celebration in twenty five rolls around, there'll be it'll be time for a trailer and time for footage and things like that for something coming out holiday season that year. So there's just, there's more meat of a media tie in. Whereas next year, what they would have, it would have been season four of the Mandalorian and not probably not much else. So, hmm. I mean, season, season five or sorry, uh, season uh, three of the bad batch, but you know, crosshair won't be in that one either. So it's not, not, nothing for you to worry about. Right? Who? Yeah, exactly. Cross where? Cross, Cross who? <laughs> Instead of instead of uh, 
how it's like Boba Fett, where it's going to be Crosshair, who <laughs> Crosshair, <laughs> yeah, oh man, um, Mandalorian news moving on down down in the news. So, um, and I, th- I thought we had known this, but I. I, I saw an article. They were saying that, that Favreau has already written season four, so those scripts are already ready to go. Um, I think they're actually getting close to getting starting pre production for that already. So, I think that that's going to be moving pretty quickly. Um, they've been. I, oh, go ahead. Oh no! Are you still on the Favreau thing? I got more Mandalorian stuff, but not. Oh, okay. No, I, I I was reading a little bit about that that interview he did where he mentioned that he was done with season writing season four. And his response was something to the lines of, of course, I've already written season four. I have to know where I'm, I have to know that where I'm going in order to know how I get there. I was just like, Oh, that, yeah. Is that a jab? At some- <laughs> I, Man. the, uh, at one point, at one point, the current, the, I had heard that they were going to just film seasons three and four, just straight through, just film them both focus on the post for, for season three and then, and then turn around and, and work on season four next. Just, but I think that, that with the other production schedule shifting around that ended up not being viable. So, um, hmm. and, and, who, and who knows if that was act the way that was actually being done, but um, they've been doing the season three premiere tour. So um, Favreau was in Madrid, Spain and, uh, and, and I've got a quote here from him. He says, and of course, thanks to Disney Plus, you can go back. Oh, the, uh, some context, I guess. This is regarding to kind of the time jump between uh, the Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian season three, and kind of what takes place between them. Um, so he says, and of course, thanks to Disney Plus, you can go back to watch certain episodes, and we're also going to have some recaps that we put together for people who are maybe more casual viewers who want to be brought up to speed after two years and remind them where the characters were, but Grogu has developed a lot. And now time has even passed since the book of Boba Fett and since he trained with Luke. So as you will see, his force powers have gotten greater. So, Hmm. and I think they hinted that a little bit in, uh, in, in the trailer, but how big is the time gap between book of Boba and Mando season three? It didn't say, um, and like I haven't year? seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I haven't seen anything that that gives me we any need insight a chart. into that either. We need a graph. Yeah. We need some some uh, some visuals. Some visuals. Yeah. yeah. Line yeah. us up like Marvel. You know how they're like, this goes here, this goes here. Yeah. Give us a timeline. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Help us out. Um, wow. And they, so that was a uh, he was in Madrid, Spain, and then today, although. It, and the way time travel works around the globe, um, it was it was much earlier. But in, uh, it, in London, uh, they did the premiere, uh, and they had a screening and everything there. So they basically have already had their premiere red carpet kind of event um, in London, uh, which was today. Pedro Pascal and both Favreau, him and Favreau were there. Um, right. I didn't hadn't hadn't seen this about uh, about this, but uh, Rick uh, Famuyiwa. Famu- God, you know I'm so bad oh, with the names. Yeah. Fa- he makes Famu- the best episodes. Iwa. He was promoted to executive producer for season three, and I hadn't seen that before, but congratulations, Rick. And then he also, we knew that he had directed two of the episodes, so we'll get we'll get two episodes from him. He had this to say um, about the naming of Grogu. Uh, he says, John said that he was going to name him, and I was like, all right, what's his name? And he said, Grogu. And I was like, okay. Didn't quite roll off the tongue. It wasn't quite what I thought it would be. I'm not even sure where it came from. I still don't know. At the time I was like, it's different. That's why you could say it without 
saying that's the that's the way you could say it without saying it. But after a while, it grew on me. So, um, and then Favreau had this to add. He says we knew it wasn't, and this gets interesting. He says we knew it wasn't Yoda. Anyone who knows the time frame five years after Episode Six, Return of the Jedi, knows that it can't be him. Is it a clone? There's a lot of cloning going on, but he's his mm. own person with his own history. So I think that might be the first official mention of cloning outside of just the weird stuff that we see going on in the show. So that's that's an interesting nod. But hmm. Grogu is not a clone of Yoda. So I'd like to know the etymology of of the name Grogu cuz he John Favreau is so deliberate in mm-hmm. in what he named like okay, the 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 ice cream maker being called a, yeah. a Camtono. The Camtono. It's so, it, such a good story. It, it's it's called the Camtono because of the little girl, the the old YouTube video meme from like ten years ago, where this little girl who was like two or three, she couldn't say ice cream, she'd call it Camtono. <laughs> really? I yeah. didn't know uh, that. We'll send you the link. It's great. <laughs> and it's this cute, it's this adorable little girl, and like her it. dad, her mom or dad's like, "Do you want?" What do you want to eat? And she's like, Camtono. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. So I wonder, I mean, I just wonder where Grogu comes from. Because it's it's not something you it's like There's something in it, right? Yeah. It's like naming your kid, right? He's literally naming the child. Yeah. Yeah. There's gotta be some kind of origin. That or him and Dave were just sitting around Draco one night going, let's mess with these guys some more. So <laughs> there's that too there's that you never know you know what would be a cool name Grogu <laughs> <laughs> no one will get it and they'll think it's going to be some weird cool thing and it's really they're going to look too deep into it yeah <laughs> um, so uh, Amy Sedaris uh, was was doing some some press for, for her part in The Mandalorian um shared some behind the scenes stories about um you know her experience reading the dialogue you know it's it's, if you're not familiar with kind of the the syntax and and dialogue of star wars some of this stuff can be like it just sounds like gibberish and especially her character who who is actually seen speaking to different species in their own you know tongue so she had this to say she says uh memorizing the lines is the hard part for me because i don't understand what i'm saying uh, Dave Filoni and Favreau will explain it to me, but that doesn't really help because I just don't get it. Pedro and I would make each other laugh because we would finally get through this monologue and then just crack up because we can't even believe that we had to say it. So um, <laughs> Favreau will always throw something at me like, I have to speak frog. I'm like, what does frog sound like? And he says, I don't know. And he just walks away. I'm like, oh my God, that happens to me every season. Like the Jawas, I have to start speaking to them, but that's what makes it fun. So can you imagine just like getting no direction? Be like, just make it up. But I, obviously Favreau wouldn't just throw her into the deep end if he didn't know that she could pull it off. So I think that I think that speaks to to his trust and her ability to pull it off. I don't question it when she starts speaking an alien. <laughs> I don't I don't second guess it at all. Right. Um, last little bit of news. Uh, so the mid-season double feature for The Bad Batch ranked number five in the top 10 streaming originals chart. So, um, and I, in my, in my disorganization this week, I don't have the full list in front of me, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there was some, there was some decent stuff on that list, um, that bad batch beat out. 
In fact, I think I recognized more names of shows that Bad Batch beat than the ones that were ahead of it. So dang, yeah. Tell the season's yeah. over and people are over that Crosshair's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, that is it for the news. Nice. George has this hopeful story, and it's something that he's reiterated most times I've seen him. Uh, you know after we've been making things uh, without him is remember to make these stories hopeful. Remember to give that to kids because they really need it. Alrighty guys, we got our episode review of The Bad Batch, season two, episode 10, Retrieval, with a runtime of 29 minutes. This episode was directed by Stuart Lee, written by Moises Zamora. Attempting to recover a lost asset, The Batch, must learn to trust a thief. So obviously this was a continuation from last week's episode, um, The Crossing. Uh, What did you guys think of this episode? Hmm. Um, Did you get it in, John? You watch it? Yeah, I just caught it. I I got home and I sat down and watched it quickly. But I mean, uh, I mean, it's a decent filler episode, you know, they got their shit back. They got everything back. Everyone's safe. Um, not much consequence going on. You know? On to the next. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, they, they lost a thing, and now, oh, they got it back. Okay. And that was sort of it. I mean, other than that, I think it was a bit entertaining, you know? I liked uh, the boys trying, the boys in Omega trying to get on that bike and, and you know, basically clown car it and ride ride wherever <laughs> they had to go. That Hundred kilometers, cool, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I want more more depth in these episodes. I want there to be more, um, like for more more to lose. You know, like it's just like the, there's the ship. Oh, we got the ship back. There's it's like anticlimactic. There's, there's nothing going on. I don't know. I'm I'm not talking down to it. Saw a lot of cool cool angles I hadn't seen before. Now I know where the <laughs> the knife sits way up higher than I thought it did, which is another new thing. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was cool. It, it wasn't terrible. Um, I will agree that the episode wasn't terrible. It was actually quite entertaining as, I guess, almost in like a stand standalone episode kind of way. Um, clearly, clearly it was like heavily influenced by, um, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. I mean, <laughs> like when they're on the bridge, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Coming from both sides, uh, with, and then, you know, kids doing all the labor and stuff. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I too feel like this episode had no consequences. Um, it was like, you know, I, I get what they're trying to do where it's it's a very rebels thing where it's like okay this episode uh ultimately they've gained an ally who happens to be a very good thief and then they're going to move on yeah and then perhaps you know that character will come into play later on he but, was super annoying yeah he i mean really it was like two episodes to get to this you know yeah um i mean tech in this episode wasn't a jerk. So I yep. was happy about that. 
uh, Wrecker. About him this episode, so. I, I, I mean, I loved Wrecker's. I loved Wrecker's character in this episode because he just kept growling, and he was he was really he wasn't friendly in this episode at all. He was like the mean, grumpy. <laughs> he just Wrecker. growled. Yeah, he just growled. Um, He's like, okay, but okay. I, I, one thing that I don't like that I don't appreciate is now. And this is kind of a knock on, on, I don't know, writing, maybe direction. Uh, why in two, two episodes in a row now have we seen, have to see Omega be rescued? Like they, they, I feel like they spent almost, almost half a season building her character up that she's a competent part of the team, that she's growing in her abilities and her knowledge and all this stuff. And then they kind of just, uh, what, what's that? What's that term? Damsel in distress, something like that. Where yeah, they just kind of like threw her, threw her for a, a back seat in in these two episodes. Where <laughs> oh help, I gotta get rescued <laughs> again. Um, well, yeah. I I, I know that's not saying. the yeah I know that's not the intention of her character. Like I, I have faith that they're gonna you know build this arc for her, but. Don't I mean really? Did she need to be rescued? Did she have to be put into a situation like that again? Um, yeah. For me, that was just like it, it was it was cheap. Hmm. Um, I didn't think of it that way. That's interesting. I think you're right, Stephen, you, about that. <clears throat> I think you're right, but it's also like she's also like a ten year old girl. Like she she can't, you know, make this droid let go of her. Like there's that thing is way too strong. Like. You, you know, maybe she shouldn't have well, gotten caught in the first place, but that, and at that, that that's point, what I'm I was saying like, is, yeah, she's they've they've made it so so blatant that she's situationally aware that she can even spot stuff that that Hunter can't even see coming, and then really they're gonna put her alone in a room with a thief that she's only known for like she trusted five him. minutes, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? I was just like, that's her problem. <laughs> that's like that child childlike innocence though. Like she's like, yeah basically the guy already agreed to help. So she's like, okay, he's helping. And then she, right. you know, he betrays her and it's like, Oh, whoops. She I, I think that she'll learn that from this and that she'll always, well, you know, watch kind of watch her back. But she'll at the be same more time, yeah, suspicious. Yeah. That was my only gripe with this episode. Um, other than that, you know, the, the villain Marco or Mako or whatever, uh, I, you know, he fulfilled his purpose. I was Moko. getting really, uh, I was getting major uh, Lord of the Rings vibes from him. You know, the guy that's like <laughs> totally chewing, white guy chewing yeah, on yeah, the yeah. chewing on the um, the tomato, yeah. the cherry tomatoes, with the weird like hook. Oh, oh, uh-huh. oh! oh. Yeah. I, I was thinking of the work dude with the with the yeah. claw hand or whatever. Um, I, I noticed from, that uh, he's modded Hobbit. out, right? So, so this guy he's got he's got the claw hand. He's like the cheap version of Echo, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got his claw hand, and then when that's they showed him Echo. from the back, he's got like this. Uh, and all, this almost like Cad Bane thing going yeah, up into the back of his yeah. skull, which I thought was cool how they're incorporating more of the mods uh, into the universe. Um, I, I mean, I was bummed out immediately that it wasn't Hondo, <laughs> that it was just some yeah. kid. Um, Random kid. Oh, and I did notice one thing. I had to like rewind it so many times. The little the water canteen that he had in the very beginning that he was drinking out of mm-hmm. it had a Republic Republic cog on it, like a clone trooper Ooh. would have. So I was like, huh, how did this guy get that? 
I think it was the episode of last one or the one before where they showed some sort of like liquid carrying device and it's the freaking Coke bottle from Galaxy's Edge. I'm just all. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, it's like the same the ball? shape. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I want to say it was last. I don't know. There was something where there was there was liquid. I mean, this kind of looked like it, too. It's like that was the today's was a little more football shaped. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I, I thought a little. A little more highly of this episode until you guys just talked about it. <laughs> It made me reflect no, on it. Oh man, I was like, I, we don't want to. We don't want to put it like, down. It was still a good uh, show. I was kind of like, ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I were, I, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think, the Mandalorian really kind of like, kind of, kind of set the tone. So I'd say set the table for these like adventures, right? Like it's, it's them going on adventures and doing things right so we can call it filler but i think there's like there's such this like okay this whole group is so awesome and so eclectic what happens so we're like looking for like movement and things to happen and it's just like it whereas the mando like he's just a mandalorian he's cruising through space he's on adventures he's doing things but we're not like on the edge of our seat waiting for the story to move forward because we know something is supposed to happen. We know something is going to happen to these guys because they're not in anything else. So there's this expectation of, of, of that happening. Right. Um, I actually, I loved just the whole part of them. Like, you know, when, when, when Omega's like, Oh, we can use gonky to track the ship and text like, good idea do it and then they find the ship and then just that whole thing of when they find the kid it's like oh you done effed up like you you stole the wrong wrong ship ship. yeah Yeah. (laughs) like when he gets on the bike and he's like oh yeah peace comes around the corner and record just like clotheslines him like and yeah record just kept going like growling at her the kid's just like oh and omega too how she's just like no she's this ready yeah she's like that whole sequence was good because the the poor kid was just like pinballed between one one bad batcher to the next boom 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 he didn't have a chance yeah And, and and uh because because what did um mako call him uh or, or the kid called them pathetics or uh, amateurs or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then when, when they show they up, show like, up. Oh, yeah, you it's guys like, aren't oh. just like, you guys aren't You're just regular like dorks. Yeah. 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 Like, so I actually like really enjoyed all that part. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, it was good. It was good. I, I, I felt better about it until I just heard, you talk, Stephen, about how you went pretty deep on it, and it, it made me go. No, I, I think you. Made I didn't a, look at it that way. I didn't look at it that I, way. So. I, I think you make a great point with with the Mando thing because we've gotten uh, Mando, Mandor, <laughs> we've gotten yeah. Mando and Andor <laughs> that have set yeah. the bar so high for storytelling. Yeah, and we've seen the bad, the Bad Batch have really compelling episodes. I mean, yeah. think about mm-hmm. think about last season during the finale or the one before it when they started showing uh Camino empty. Yeah. Like Dude. the feelings that was bringing up, right? Yeah. And then Big time. just a couple weeks ago, we've had we got some of the two best episodes of Clone Wars style animation storytelling yeah. that we've ever gotten from any of the animated shows. 
and then we get this. Yeah, I just I, I, I'm down line. for the adventures. I'm down for the adventures. I just I think if they would be sprinkling in some story movement and maybe crosshair, maybe some crosshair. I mean, we're on episode ten. Like, I'm not trying to be biased, but like round episode ten, he's been in one episode. So um, there's just so much left, and there's only six episodes left. So how many more adventures, or is it just going to ramp up from here on out, and we're going to eat our words? I bet. I bet. I hope, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Because they're probably expecting the people to react this way. Like, dang it, where's Crosshair? Where's Could the be? action? Where's the consequence? And they're, you know, all of a sudden it's going to go. Yeah, when's that girl come out. back? Do they come back? But like him and Rex man, and the clones. It's like Clone Rebellion. It's like, you know, the episode, not to, not to be like, oh, the episode of Crosshair. And it was like Crosshair and Cody. You're getting this like that was a great story episode and closure and info that we're all kind of looking for, right? I mean, the story that they brought in with Chuchi and how she's trying to like help the clones. Like, this is like awesome stuff. Do you guys I'm down do you for guys the adventures? Rem- you guys remember but, the episode of Rebels where it was just all droids in the episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would not be opposed to an episode all about Gonky. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I love I it. Mean, I, I think called him a battery. I, th- <laughs> I think he proved he proved he proved into this episode that he's capable. You know, he yeah. could carry an, he could carry an episode. What what record was like? <laughs> oh, buddy, <laughs> picked him up. Like bear hugs him. Gonk. 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 Oh. Rami, what did you think? Eh, it was okay. <laughs> like I even like even last week's episode, like there was development for tech. I mean, they they had to make him be a jerk in order to show him kind of come around from it and explain why he was being like that. Uh, but uh but you know, they there was an explanation there and, and I do think ultimately uh they did a good pay, job. There was a payoff. Yeah, but the but, but this here, episode was just kind of just yeah, it really was just sort of filler. They got the ship back. I guess that's good, but that's good. Yeah, that's expected. Which was right? awesome. Did you guys yeah. see Wrecker holding Lula but, at the end? Oh, oh no, was he? he Didn't yeah, see it. like right before they took off, he was like going through all the boxes, and he got his Lula back, and he was just holding oh. it. I mean, I, I, I feel like that whole first half of just that. F around and find out like you yeah. guys took the wrong <laughs> ship like that whole that whole build up and excitement and I will say as much as you know the Omega thing do when Hunter flies in and saves her that was pretty sick that was sick Tarzan and Tarzan she does this like yeah <laughs> totally Tarzan. But yeah oh, I think that wraps That's that it. up That's That's it. It. That's Joe awesome. what'd you think <laughs> Hold on, Joe. Good. Remember, I go black. Oh, black, black. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> His memory go blank. <laughs> blank, blank. <laughs> That's a good clip, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, um, you know what else needs to go in that? You need another sound clip too. You need. Do- hey! <laughs> Oh, who says he doesn't have it? Oh, right. Now he has it. Hey! <laughs> That's the one right there. Dang, he had it queued up and everything. Um, what do you you guys want to do a, a a hunter's hard drive? What you got, John? 
About just pick what? something. <laughs> anything. Have you watched anything? I know you've been working like crazy. I, I've been so. Like... You know what? Actually, I did watch something. I don't have all the details on it because I literally Perfect. watched. Oh. Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. How fitting. Do you want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? Why did you make me do this? My father. He go toilets on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius. Oh staves God. off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> yeah, you, you just sprung this on me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, buddy. I was not ready for this. Um, you right. don't. It doesn't need to be but, so formal, man. Yeah, I, I can do a, a, a what, are you, what are you watching? conversation with Crosshair Vibes. Well... I saw this movie the other day that hasn't been out very long. Or maybe it has. I'm not sure. Oh, shoot. It's called The Woman King. Have you guys oh, seen that? I haven't I watched heard, it yet. I haven't seen it, but I want to. I've heard about that. Yeah. Let me, let me see. I'm sorry. Right I'm trying to like. Together? No, no, no. Live, live watch party? It, it's with I'm just Viola trying to get Davis. info on it. It's with Viola Stop Davis, playing. right? And, uh, yeah. And Finn? Yeah. FN28. Yeah. It, John Boyega. Um, where is here we go? Viola Davis. It was really good. I mean, there were some parts that were like a little harsh. Yeah, but it was cool. It's basically about this um this kingdom that has that that the warriors that protect the kingdom are these like fierce women that are like badasses. And like the guys in the village and the guys all over, they can't beat them. Like they'll have competitions within the, the tribe, within the city or whatever, and the chicks always come up on top you know like they always they always win they like like war they do warrior things i don't know like you know hmm. uh pain who can take more pain and the chicks oh dude anyway they got some epic fight scenes and there's a cool little twist in the movie i don't know if you've any of you have seen it um no i want to watch it, it so don't don't spoil it okay okay the, yeah yeah the, so there the war i'm not gonna queen? say anything what'd you say no it's yeah, called uh, the the woman king the Woman King. Okay. Yeah. That's a, it's Came on out Netflix. 2022. Or? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Netflix. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Out. I'm going to watch that oh, yeah, as soon as we're done. I, yeah. I was painting some helmets. I popped it on. I'm like, whoa. I had to put the helmets down. It was really good. Um, Look at this. There's this a cool productive. twist. There's good fighting. Yeah. Well, you know, I, like it's I said, I'm not. Productive Hunter's hard drive on the not, fly, dude. You don't need to be prepared. Improv. You just bruv. watched it. You liked it. It's good. No, yeah, and it's also um, inspired by true events. So, you know, that's what I was going to ask you: was um, is is the <laughs> character is is it based on a real character or a real person? It's just what it says. It's just what it says here in the description: inspired by true events. I'm not sure if the the king or the kingdom or the the, the warriors or the names. I'm not sure what wasn't what is true and what isn't. Um, but from the looks of it, I'm, I believe it. You know, I, I, I watched know, it. I know it, it was it was great. Ton of awards. Did it. Yeah, it deserves them all because it was good. It was good. Hmm. So that is, it's a me approved. It's a me. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm keep that on the hard drive. Yeah, definitely check it out. I, I recommend it. You know, if you're into the war style movies where it's like, I don't, even, I don't know. Just watch it. It's really good. I like it. Thanks for dude. I wouldn't. I would have probably. I've seen that on there. And I haven't even clicked on it, but I will watch it. Yeah. I've been wanting to go see Ant Man. I haven't seen it yet. You know, Same. let me ask you guys because that kind of brings up. It, it's funny that you mentioned Ant Man because that kind of brings up exactly what I was going to ask about. Was what do you guys think about these movies like The Woman King, 
you know, it's probably got a budget of like 40 million or something, right? Like, which is relatively low for movies these days. But you've got such an amazing movie where we're actually talking about it on a Star Wars podcast. And, hey. <laughs> and most of us haven't even until now had the urge to go watch it versus you've got these tentpole blockbuster movies that we line up for that are shoved in your face yeah 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 i mean do you guys i mean during during lockdown i i invested thousands of dollars into my home theater system because that was the thing to do since we're not spending money at the movie theaters but i mean what what's your guys's opinion on movie theaters in general and and movies like this that um should be going out to watch I, i love going to the movies but I think, I mean, to be honest, over the past 10 years with the like Star Wars and Marvel and stuff like that, I don't, if it's not in that genre or like a Lord of the Rings or something, if it's not in that episodic kind of giant production, I'm not, I, like I'm not going to the movies to watch a drama. Does that right. make sense? I get but it. Isn't that, I what, get it. isn't that what it's for? I like, I, I guess, but like I escapism. think where we <sighs> where we consume media now, there's so many ways. And just like you said, a home theater, man, my my couch is comfy. I got a nice TV. Yeah, I got good audio. There's a lot of streaming I services. I can chill. I can have a beverage. I can have a snack. <laughs> like like so to watch like a comedy or a drama or un- unless it's something that's just so like in your face, like we're talking about, I guess that's where I'm at. Like, especially to, to spend the money to spend that much money. I mean, going to the movies is expensive and to, to go there, I want the, like the visual audio experience. And that goes along with, science fiction storytelling i guess blockbuster kind of stuff yeah yeah well i mean yeah. not necessarily i'm i'm sure like if i don't know titanic 2 came out <laughs> right or or mm. gladiator 2 did you guys know that there was actually a script gladiator, gladiator 2 is going to come out. it's coming out what do you mean they're working no, on it no How? the original script for gladiator 2 oh. was russell oh. russell crowe's With Marcus character Aurelius. Okay. Maximus Aurelius? Maximus, when he goes into the afterlife, he gets sent into the future. And then I think it's like battling Nazis or something in World War II. I don't know. I don't want to (laughs) get wrecked. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. There's a whole thing on it. Not interested. Look it up on the internet. No way. (laughs) Well, they are making a sequel to Gladiator, though. And it's with the, it's about the son of the emperor who was like really like admired Uh, him. You know, remember? Yeah. 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 So it's him now. But, so, so you've got movies, you know, that could be epic, like on an IMAX screen, right? Ooh, ooh there's there's one coming out. Like, wouldn't wouldn't that be something worth watching? It's not, you know, it's a, not a big franchise movie. Just depends. depends I think, on in my what's opinion, behind it, who's in it? Like, yeah, like if you're attached to it emotionally somehow or, or invested in it. I I feel I like get, personally the. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I I just get kind of. I don't want to say worried, but I just kind of question how many 
how many times are we going to get movies like this Woman King made if it's not financially um, viable sound? for them? Yeah, yeah, viable for for the studio. You know what so I mean? I, that movie I looked, doing, I looked it, it up. the The budget for that film was fifty million. Okay. How, so is how, it Netflix? How much is it, did it make for though? Netflix though? Probably uh, a lot. Let, yeah. Let me look that up. I suppose I should. I don't think that was that in the theaters. So, so I was going to explain this. Um, I think uh, I, I'm sort of like Brian. There's certain movies I would love to just see in the theater. Certain big movies, but but with the yeah, like the four four. <laughs> With the with the ease of just turning on your your TV and having basically every app available at your fingertips, every streaming service, you know HBO, Amazon, what have you, Netflix, Disney, you have access to basically every movie. Even Amazon, you can rent stuff that that's out in theaters from Amazon and watch it what, what, in the comfort of your home. You can pause it and I go to the restroom. You're... You know what I'm saying, John? If you if you had seen the Woman King in theaters. And mm-hmm. and it was only available in theaters right now, but you had given me that recommendation. I think so highly of of what my friends are watching that yeah. I would go out and watch it in the theater. I did, yeah. did yeah. it come out in theaters though? I think it did. Uh, it had it had to have. So it, it released on September sixteenth of twenty two. Um, its yeah. domestic domestic box office brought, which would oh, account for okay. about seventy three percent of the, the it taken, was um, about sixty seven million. International brought in another twenty five, so it got ninety two point four million worldwide box office. Yeah. It's not terrible for for a fifty million dollar budget. I mean, but it's not two point four billion dollars. Yeah, well, right, it's not two. Avatar <laughs> two and three and four and five, but yeah, it, it you know, it, it I think it was good. It was entertaining. It it, it showed me a bunch of actors that I might not. Cool. see normally because they're not in all these massive blockbusters some of them are but um it was just I'm, great I'm, i loved it to, I'm, to to go back to something that i think steven was was talking about though like with the whole home theater thing i have no desire to ever put surround sound into a house again i don't get anything <laughs> out of it if i can hear like, like whether it's surround sound or in a tiny little speaker in the tv i usually can't hear what they're saying over the background noise and everything else that's going on uh-huh. and, and I'm, I'm saying like it's bad audio mixing on that on their part not because it's just not I agree it's, it's not agree. good i have surround sound too and i can't hear the people talking i can't hear like yeah. ever and it's not because i'm old and it's not i have old. i have a dolby atmos 7.12 system and i still turn on subtitles same yeah yeah, yeah. i'm listen uh, I'm, I always I'm turn usually on fine subtitles. sitting there always. watching something on my phone screen which is what like eight or nine inches like it's and Ramey, with with mono because i don't care <laughs> It's because Ramy, you need to take the helmets off the speakers that are behind you. That's why you can't hear. <laughs> They're all down facing sound. That's trash. Those are just the subwoofers, man. Um, you know what though, dude? John Wick Four is gonna be lit. I'm going to the theater Ooh. for that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd go to the theater for that. Dude, Donnie Yen is in it. Yeah, Churrit. Yeah, he's Donnie awesome. Yen is the man. Is he blind in this movie too? <laughs> I think. I think he's just got the cane. He has a cane. That's what I'm saying. He's got the dark glasses on in the poster. I was like, oh, he's playing a blind guy again. He's going to walk around. I hope there's a sword in that cane. Oh, 100% there is. There has to be, right? 100%. I was always bummed that they didn't give Yoda the lightsaber cane that they drew. Maul had one. Oh, he did. That's right. Don't you have that? What? I have I have that saber. Nope. 
And I, I have a piece of wood that I was going to turn into the cane that I was going to be able to like attach it to, but I, I never finished it. Better get a, a lathe, man. Got to get on that. John, good job on Hunter's Hot Drive, man. Yeah, not bad for not, <laughs> not being ready. Well, call, I, I had to come back. Quick. You guys are just lucky I happened to see it like literally two days ago when I was painting some stuff and, and paying attention. You know, it wasn't just filler music. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> I, I got more of that. I, I got some random stuff I've been watching that, that we can definitely talk about. You know what you get Perfect. for that, John? What's that? Yep, droid is ready. <laughs> nice. I'm going to play that when my droid is actually ready. Once it's right finished. On, yeah. I want to clean my gun and be alone with my thoughts. And I don't need to talk about anything else. How you doing, Brian? I'm good. I'm good. I, I had a thought right when you played that music of like, oh, crap. Okay, what do I want to talk about? When we do the show reviews and you play that clip of Dave talking about the kids and really giving them something hopeful to look forward to. And whoever's, he's obviously giving an interview. It's a woman, it sounds like. And she goes, hmm. Yeah, she makes a noise, yeah. She goes, hmm. Like I always hear it. And week after week we do episode reviews of The Bad Batch. Crosshair's not in any of them. And she goes, hmm. And I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Hope? Is this what we're talking about? What kind of hope are we talking for here? Hmm. Hmm. So what you're hmm. saying is that woman's that woman's hmm is really her judging Dave because it's, he hasn't put crosshair yeah, in any episodes. It's, it's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> crosshair is the woman. Hmm. I'm like this. Hmm. My arms cross. Oh, huh? um, other other than that, though, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a little discouraging when you're trying to build a costume with all these custom handmade parts and for a character that's so far been in one episode. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna but, ask. Uh, I'm gonna ask the inevitable question yeah. here because yeah. the Empire doesn't want clones anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And that's Crosshair's imperial outfit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if the next time we see Crosshair and he's not wearing that, mm -hmm. uh, that's okay. Because he did have table. it. In, he had it in season one. He had it in season two. It does look awesome. Let's all agree. It looks awesome. I'm sure he has his so, V1 armor somewhere, like in a bin stored away. And yeah, he's going to look at it like all like, melancholy and like, <sighs> in the, oh, probably. In the, at the very end of the last episode of the season, after, after, after they're done executing plan 99 and they rescue crosshair, he's going to come out and he's going to have his V one armor on, but it's going to be orange and stuff instead. And there'll be like yeah, 30, they there'll be like, like 30 different layers. Yeah. Lord of the batch. Like you got, yeah, they're like, Oh, crosshair, we made you yeah. armor. He'll like chopped it like, up. Uh, welded yeah, stuff just, onto it. Yeah. Omega yeah, painted it for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll make Wrecker's costume look simple. 
I wouldn't be mad if he painted his uh, Imperial armor. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be cool. Man, I got the Black Series Imperial Crosshair as like, oh, I'm going to get this and it's going to kind of help prep me for making the costume. It didn't prep me at all. It's completely a BS, like, mix. Black Series, I love you. But like, I, I don't understand why you molded a new chest, a new ab, a new helmet, new biceps, and then still put the wrong then, shoulder on. But then you kept the shoulder bells from season one. You, oh, oh really? I take it back. They did not mold new biceps. They used the same ones. I think the ab is the, the same too. They just like dremeled something onto it. No, Everything's no, no, the same. They just added detail. The shoulder says 99 on it. So they couldn't have the been same. the same one. The, the, the Black Series figure has the fin on the shoulder. Uh, nope. Shoulder bells are... Sh- sorry. I take this back. Shoulder bells are the same. They made a new chest. That's it. They made a new chest and piece the and helmet, that was it. That's it. Wait, so Imperial Crosshair Black Series has 99 on it? Yes. No. It's on the shoulder. Yeah. He's got the fin. It's on there. You can't see it. I can see it. Like No, I can see it. Uh, I have custom it's shoulders right on this guy. It's molded. Oh. <laughs> so you can't tell. Brag this about it. Yeah, flex. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got this as like a thing. I was like, you know what's funny too? Is Fire Puncher even the same? No, Fire Puncher is the same. It has to be the same. Is this Fire Puncher different for Imperial? No, it's the same. Okay. Same. Um, that's it, really. I'm happy. I'm 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 happy. I'm finally building. So, and I'm happy with where I'm at. More to come. I've been stuck on Camino my whole life. Can't we explore? Family reunion. Got to have a family reunion. <laughs> the underworld come out of the cupboard you boys and girls London calling that don't look to us phony Beatlemania is putting the dust alright uh, the dad batch podcast Hol- uh, holiday holiday <laughs> special holiday special <laughs> the dad it's not the crumb pod- tono anymore yeah. dad batch podcast family reunion um we're going to be live on stage at celebration and the guest of honor is going to be all of our fans and listeners so we want to see you guys come join us and open mic and i, I hear that we're going to have somebody with the uh the pink shorts boom mic guy going to be running around the audience to uh to help <laughs> us run the, the microphone around for open mic and and we want to hear what's on your workbench we want to know what what you're doing we want you guys to be able to meet each other as well as um, us meet you and vice versa so uh, we're really really looking forward to this in-person event getting to put faces to the names that we see online uh, and typically only otherwise would ever see online so that's our goal for the year is to try and meet as many of you guys as we can so this is our first uh our first that we know of opportunity to do that live in person at celebration. So can't wait. Don't have any details yet. I know people keep asking, Oh, what day is it going to be? What time? I don't know. I will say that we were trying to get an extra long block of time. Sounds like that is not uh, in the cards that they're, that they're limiting us to kind of the one hour format that they've got. Um, I'm, I'm still working on that, but, but we'll see. And, but I am again, asking for that to be at the end of the day. And then like another friend was asking like, Oh, like what, what are your plans? I, my, my plans are, 
we're going to hang out with everybody that we meet. Like that's my plan is to not have a plan. I want at the end of each day, I want to be like, look at the person to my left or my right and be like, where are we going? What are we doing? Let's go do this. So, um, that, that, that's it. And also, uh, we may or may not have submitted artwork for some giveaways. So we'll, we'll have to stay tuned for that. So, but, uh, submitted that to, to Lucasfilm legal for approval. So we'll see how that goes. So speaking of giveaways, uh, we had that listener last week, uh, email us for the tech poster with the title (laughs) onions for John. Uh, I'm not going to announce, I'm not going to announce who the winner is. It's going to be a surprise. They're going to (laughs) receive the tech poster in the mail one day. Autographed, right? uh, Autographed by tech. Uh, They're going to receive it very soon. um, As soon as uh, Joe is back from his trip. But um, I think that, uh, I think that's going to do it for us today, guys. Uh, And speaking of the family reunion, uh, many of you have already ordered your Dad Batch family reunion shirt. So get yours today. Wear it to our live panel at the Star Wars Celebration London. Um, And if you can't make it to London, that's okay. You still get a shirt anyway uh, because you'll be ready for the next meetup. That's right. Amy was just saying. That's right. There are are more more being planned. So And show the world you're part of the family. And we will be biased against... I mean, against uh, four people <laughs> who are wearing those <laughs> shirts. <laughs> we'll, we'll completely ignore you. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but uh, in all seriousness, um, thank you, anybody, for supporting the show, buying the shirt, buying any of the merch. It really helps the pod running. Uh, this is just a recording of us uh, having our weekly chats, but you guys are making it possible. So thank you for that. Uh, you can follow me at stevie.kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you, Rainy. You can find me on thedadbatch.com. Excellent. And John? At Alpha Ignition everywhere. Brian, where can the listeners find uh, First off, you can find Joe at tech.badbatch, since Joe didn't make it today. Um, you know where to find me, but everyone <laughs> under a rock. Go to Meganeth. Yeah, you don't know where to find me. <laughs> Crosshair. Uh, go to Meganeth. Yeah. M E G A N E T H sixty six. Check out his helmet stands. David is an awesome guy. He makes awesome stands. He needs some more followers. We don't have so. a discount code or anything, but if you message yeah. David that you're buying the stand because of listening to the dad batch i almost guarantee he's gonna hook you up one way or another he's a really nice guy he's cool he's a very good guy please uh check him out you know even if you don't buy a stand just go follow him just go check it out yeah he makes great work yeah yeah meganeth 66 thanks everybody right on thank you again everybody for listening to the dad batch podcast episode 29 be sure to tune in next week for episode 30. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly.
Do it. Remember, go black. Oh. Black, black.